hello and welcome back to Shatter Cave. The Shatter Cave. Fuck off, ghost. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> oh, I wonder where Tom is. Thank you. Even fire. No. Shoot apple tape. <laughs> 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 Ow. I felt that. <laughs> that's not a very good helmet, is it? I mean, that's what we're, what we're talking about. Ass wipe. <laughs> Yes. Uh, if you haven't already guessed. Oh no, I've broken the one rule. You've broken many rules <laughs> in your life. Oh. Put my glasses back on so I can see. Oh. Yes. Uh, we are talking the Mandalorian. There is one. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we was supposed to cover the second Reef movie, mm -hmm. but we ran out of time because I got distracted watching, rewatching. This little bastard. <laughs> uh, obviously, you watched it for the first time. So mm -hmm. I was like, crap, run out of time. So we'll just do that one next week instead. And instead, we shall cover the first series of this. Yeah, the rewatch for me mm -hmm. for the third or fourth time there. So yeah, we're going to talk about Mandalorian. Stand him up on the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really working. There you go. We are now one. <laughs> this is um, his ugly cousin. Rogu. <laughs> That's Rogu. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll put him down there actually. <laughs> but yeah, obviously, uh, I'm the host John King Thomas Hughes. And obviously, we have Hayden and Kalikla with me here. Huh? And yeah, this is obviously something I wanted to talk about. I mean, I kind of had plans for this. When it first came out, mm -hmm. like fucking for us, like twenty twenty. I mean, I had like thumbnails and made and everything for it, but I just never actually did it because um, at the time we never really bothered reviewing TV shows. And it was always just movies. But obviously, over the years, we've actually gone into that realm of TV. Mm -hmm. um, so, so for well, we've watched it. I might as well just use this as an excuse to talk about it now. Uh, so. Yeah, obviously it came back. It came out in 2019 yes. on Disney Plus. It was their but big, big first mm -hmm. TV show. Obviously, there was no Marvel shows at that time. There was nothing really. Mm -hmm. This was their big come to Disney Plus. <laughs> We've yes. got this TV show. Uh, it's our magnum opus, and obviously it worked. It took a year before we got it because obviously we didn't have Disney Plus at the time in yes. the UK. So it was literally during COVID that they decided to launch Disney Plus in the UK and give us it. Even though probably by this point everyone enjoyed this in the show, through many means because everyone wanted to watch it. That's how big this show was. Mm -hmm. It was the rebirth mm -hmm. of the Star Wars universe. I mean, it is the Star Wars universe has always obviously hit a lot of like humps over the along the way. Yes. Obviously, uh, we had our original trilogy back in the day. Obviously, mm -hmm. uh, New Hope, Empire, mm -hmm. uh, Return of the Jedi. And those are the big free movies, and obviously mm -hmm. there was that was it really. Obviously, there's a lot of like little short things that like the holiday special, which no one wants to talk about, and 
obviously it took till obviously the early two late nineties, early two thousands that they yes. went. Let's bring it back. Let's explore the previous parts that we haven't explored yet. Obviously, and mm. build up to those movies. So we had the yes. original trilogy, the prequel trilogy. Sorry, which is full of very dodgy CGI and a lot of meme worthy content. Beautiful memes. <laughs> and this shoddy ass Jar Jar Binks. It's the the memes get better in the prequels of age. The first one, not many. Second one, there's a few, especially the sand. But the third one is like the entire film. Is what, is it, what is it with 2000 movies that the third one's a meme worthy movie? Perfect. I mean, Spider Man 3, meme worthy. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, obviously, that that was really. Obviously, the, the way Star Wars mm. really reinvented itself heavily yes. was its animated side uh, with the Clone, Clone Wars. Wars and Rebels. Especially the series themselves, yeah. And obviously, Rebels, those are the ones where they kind of reinvented mm. themselves a bit. And it obviously wasn't until, well, J.J. did Force Awakens that everyone was, like, jumping back on the gun of Star Wars because, yes, it was basically the same pro- uh, plot as the first movie, mm-hmm. but it was better than what we'd had before because mm. it introduced a lot of new stuff as well as bringing back a lot of nostalgia. And also Those, stuff from expanding media and stuff. Yeah, a lot of that. Member berries. Yes. And you, at that point, everyone thought, oh, yeah, Star Wars is back on track now. We're actually going to get mm-hmm. a decent... Lot. It's not. It's not started off bad. Like obviously the prequel trilogy did. It's not started yeah. off very weak, and slowly evolves into a bit better. This one kind of actually started off weak, uh, strong, and then kind of like like waved its way to the end. Um, so obviously we had obviously the new trilogy, which yes was like good, meh, <sighs> a little bit better, but still meh. <laughs> Yeah, and then we had the spin-off movies. So we had Rogue One, which, in my piece, my opinion, is like a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It's up there for me. It's like one of the best ones. And then we had the obviously solo. solo movie, which wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. I actually yeah. liked the solo movie, um, but it just wasn't as good as it should have been, thanks to all the fucking constant reshoots, the mm-hmm. fact that the original directors dropped out, and Ron Howard had to step in and try and fix it. And you know, Ron Howard, he only works with dwarves. That's so... why Warwick Davis was in it. Yeah, really? Warwick Davis is actually in it, yes. Seriously. <laughs> During the final act of Solo, um, obviously, these people that he thought were bad guys early on, yeah, uh, appear and help Solo and the group. And obviously, they're led by the one who played um, the Flag Smasher leader in... Uh, Falcon Soldier, mm-hmm. who obviously was also in Willow with Warwick Davis. And he's also part of this group. Mm. He's one of them that helps in the final act. Honest to God. Honest to God. Obviously, people that have watched it know, but since you didn't know, yes, he's actually in this movie. But I actually like Solo. I don't think it's a masterpiece, but it was pretty entertaining. Um, Does that mean Solo is technically Willow free? Would, would would the Willow series be Willow three? And this is and Solo is Willow two. Well, there is actually three Willow chapters because at the end of the Willow series, <clears> they actually do reveal <laughs> the fact that this Willow oh. series is the second part of the story. There is a so Solo part. is the Willow three in the set in the future, <laughs> where you've got Willow is now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, and obviously then we had the delve into the TV mm-hmm. saga. Obviously, we've had no Mandalorian, Boba yes. Fett, Obi Wan. We've also got Ahsoka still to come. We've got many, many shows to come. Mm-hmm. We've still got loads of movies to come. Um, but obviously, it's shown obviously since it's what was it twenty was it twenty sixteen was it the no oh, twenty fifth fourteen fifteen when Force Awakens came out. I think 
Square Force came out. I was out. in college during the second. I think so. oh, no, it was Force Awakens, then Rogue One came out. Yes. Then uh, Last Jedi came out. Mm-hmm. Then obviously uh, Solo came out. Yes. And then the last one came out. I remember I watched the Last Jedi. That was 20... 2015, I'm going to yeah. say. Because I, I swear it was pretty much that Star Wars came to that point, and then it was every single year we got a Star Wars movie, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say off the top of my head, 2015. Um, so obviously, from 2015 till, well, no, 2023, it still hasn't reached the standards of being consistent constantly. Mm-hmm. But it has had moments of rebirth. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, Rogue One being the big movie, re- Rogue One and Force Awakens being the mm-hmm. big two movie rebirths. And then in the series aspect, obviously it was Mandalorian. That was the one that everyone jumped at uh, mm-hmm. following the, the disaster, obviously, of Last Jedi, which is ironic because I'm wearing the t-shirt from Last Jedi. <laughs> I'm only wearing it because Captain Phasma's on it. I like Captain Phasma. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Star Wars seems to do well when it, obviously it is nostalgic, but doesn't fully go nostalgic, obviously. It doesn't try and force nostalgia. It tries to do it naturally, obviously, with Force Awakens, whereas the last, uh, uh, the Rise of Skywalker kind of forced the nostalgia. Um, whereas Mandalorian doesn't. Mm-hmm. It, it, it has nostalgia a little bit here and there, but it doesn't force it. It's like it, the nostalgia it flows comes from just seeing the things, atm- the atmosphere, and seeing yeah, and seeing things in shot. It's not forced down your throat. <laughs> It also, obviously, it's another aspect of, mm-hmm. at the point of the first series, uh, obviously, Star Wars tends to be a bit more different and a bit more intriguing when it doesn't try and mm-hmm. just constantly try and repeat the, the, the Jedi. Story. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, Rogue One wasn't about Jedis. That was about yeah. the crew trying to steal stuff. Something unique. Um, obviously, then Mandalorian was about the bounty mm-hmm. hunters. Obviously, same with yeah. Boba Fett, even though that was a bit of a letdown. Um Andor, I forgot to mention that as a TV mm-hmm. show. Obviously, that again was setting up Rogue One, and that was honestly mm-hmm. it's up there with Mandalorian as like the best Star Wars series. Um, but yeah, obviously, it shows that when they try and try and copy, sometimes mm-hmm. it does work. Obviously, not all the time. I think Boba Fett, the first like half of the series is hit and miss. But when they introduced the Mandalorian, that's when it actually became a better series because mm-hmm. it kind of became Mandalorian two point five. Yes. Uh, because most of the plot pretty much eradicated Boba Fett from it. His own series pushed him out to focus heavily on Mando and Grogu. Honest to God. Because they're the money makers, really. Honestly. Yeah. We had, like, four, I think it was about four straight episodes. Was it hmm. either three or four straight episodes mm-hmm. that was all about Boba Fett and rebuilding his character up, showing what happened after Return of the Jedi and what built him up to yes. when we first saw him Mandalorian. And also at the same time, we had a lot of stuff what has happened after Series 2 Mandalorian. But then they literally pushed him out the plot just to build up Mandalorian again. And then they brought him back for bits and bobs here and there. That is honestly what happened in that show. It was a mess of a show at times. But it was great when the Mandalorian was part of it because I love Mandalorian. Um, clearly. Clearly, yes. I'm going to put this on the floor. It's in my way. I got it. I got it. Much yeah. Much like. yeah um, it's, just, it's just one nice show. It's, it's very spaghetti western. And... Like classic Star Wars was. Yeah. Like classic Star Wars was cowboys. In space. Yeah. Uh, and obviously I grew up heavily with westerns. Mm. Obviously with the likes of the Clint Eastwood movies, John Wayne movies. Yeah. You name it. I watched a lot of the old ones. 
and that's like what, that was my big thing back in the day. Obviously, where I'm now, I'm like really big into the superhero genre and horror. Uh, back then, I was heavily into westerns. So mm-hmm. I always lend DVDs of my granddad, yes. uh, The Dark's Magnificent Seven, uh, True Grit, um, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I've actually got that collection. Um, so and so forth. So obviously, when you're wa- when I'm watching this, and I'm seeing shots, and it's like that is very like sort of western, like the, sort of the shots of the sideways revolver is. Like stuff like that, and like the sand, mm. and all like I'm getting like the little tones. That's I think very... that's why it's mostly always set in Tatooine. Most Star Wars because you can you can make it western look western, yes. Mm-hmm. But it's obviously something that I just I can't get enough of it. I say I've seen mm-hmm. the show about three or four times. The first series, I think I've seen the second series twice. Uh, obviously, the third series when we, obviously this goes out will have started launching, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna be jumping on that as soon as it fucking comes out. But I mean, I've collected so much shit of Mandalorian over the past so long. I mean, I've got like a imperial credit. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got like a little metal plaque of Rogue and Mando. Mm. See, I have a massive Funko Pop collection of Mandalorian. I mean, this is the only technically solo Grogu one I've got. Mm. All the others I've got are ones when he's been held by someone. Yeah. So I've literally got Luke holding him, up, Mando holding him, up, Droid holding him. Yes. Uh. Dark Trooper. Yeah, well, yeah, Dark Trooper, sorry, not Droid. Well, they're kind of Droid-ish. Um, but yeah, um, mm. I, I, I just love Mandalorian. Um, and now I was speaking to you, and you're like, I've not watched him. I was like, really? Yeah. Really? Doesn't surprise me, but really? And I was like, okay, I, I'm going to put the first episode on for you, and then we'll see where we go from there. And obviously, we kind of just kept watching and watching until the point of we'd never finished Series 1. And... It's just, I'm still hooked. I'd, 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 I'd like to know your opinion because I haven't heard your opinion yet of it. I mean, when you first watched the first yeah. episode, you're like, it was all right, but I wasn't drawn into it heavily. But mm. I want to know what your opinion is as the show went along. I think for me, it started off not as interesting, but it became more interesting over the time. I mean, it took longer to get to there, but it's there now. I think and at the time, it, was, it just seemed too slow, but... As it got on, it up speed and yeah, I think it, I like it now. Basically, it took some time to get there. Cause I'm not as big on Star Wars. I love the prequels mostly for the memes. I don't actually sit down and watch them. You know what I mean? Mm. And I've watched a few. I have watched the films. Like I've watched the Force Awakens and I've watched the sequel in the cinema. Because everyone from college is doing it, for fuck it. But I never watched Rise of Skywalker. It's only ever so slightly yeah. better than that uh, Jedi, that Jedi but, but only ever so slightly. Yeah. So I, I wasn't as big onto it, but I know you were. Like, hence your Christmas present was everyone's lightsaber. Don't drop it. <laughs> yeah, don't drop it. This is the, obviously the un... The statue the form. sheathed version. Yes. Obviously it doesn't work because the slide's not, not attached. But yes, my lightsaber. The only one I have had since... The cheap ones. <laughs> since the fucking... The, the proper, proper plastic... The massive fucking one I had years ago. Yeah. That was like... Ironically, Obi-Wan's one. From... I want to say... Oh, it's one of the prequel ones. I can't remember which one it was. 
Ooh. Might have been Return the uh, Return the Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Might have been that one. Yeah, because although I had I had a lightsaber, it was the one that we it's like the claws are closed up and it's green. You press a button, it, uh, the claws open and it turns red. You can become Sith or Jedi. Oh, that's pretty cool. You can choose how you want them to be. But yeah, we're not, talking, we're not talking about the Jedi or the Sith here. No, we're talking about pew pew bounty hunters. We're talking about they bounty go hunters. pew pew, and they have a little baby going, <laughs> and <laughs> memes, memes. I need the memes. <laughs> I can like I definitely saw some of the memes. Like there was the whole like um we got you grounded like four to one. I like those odds. That's one of the memes. Like that. So that's from. That's where that's from. This show does a good job. Obviously, introducing a lot of new characters to the universe. Yes. A lot of really interesting characters. Obviously, a lot, a lot of bounty hunter based characters, mm-hmm. and even like adds like other ones that aren't bounty hunters that are very intriguing. So obviously, uh, obviously, Mandalorian is a big interest straight away. Yeah. Obviously, you've got the guy who's kind of running the the guild. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, played by Carl Weathers. Uh. He's very intriguing because he's, he's obviously he's both good and bad at the same time. So he will literally, for money, he'll, he'll dob oh, you. Yeah. But at the same time, when he sees the goodness, he'll help. Like that's what mm. he sees in this when he sees Grogu help. It's a bit like um, he's like, okay, I need to mm. not be an arsehole. It's a bit like the Sky City guy. Oh, Lando. Yeah, Lando. That's it. Yeah, it's a bit like him. Obviously, he get he gave up Panzo in the second film, but then helped and then, in the third one. Yeah. You can see it was like at first he would do for money, but now he's starting to realize the right thing to do yeah. is not Tech the child. Is not basically screw over your friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was saying you've also got um, Cara Dune. Yes. Who obviously is a character that's maybe getting recast. They obviously wrote her out of the show entirely yeah. after series two because of obviously political mumbo jumbo she was spreading on like social media and. She's. I think she's, thinks that she's an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's a, like a former shock tr- uh, drop trooper. Um, so obviously for the rebellion, she's obviously yes. a tattoo, so she has to keep covering it up so people don't check a serial number. And she's obviously this pretty badass character. Like she can hold her own against Mando, mm-hmm. and obviously she's like very tactical with what she does, and she's a good ally to the character. And I know yes. you said, uh, obviously they did recast her. Obviously, someone like Michelle Rodriguez would be a mm-hmm. good choice. I mean, especially I've seen in the Dungeons and Dragons yes. outfit. It's very similar build yeah. to this character um, in they this. They do look very similar as well. So that's like a mm-hmm. decent like recast if it was to happen with the same Michelle Rodriguez or something. There are probably a few people who didn't realise who was recasted. Fair. <laughs> if they did, no. <laughs> it's the same person. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> but, 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 shh, it's not. <laughs> You're just being racist. <laughs> You're just being spacist. <laughs> God, all space people look the same. You can't a, say a that. Spacist. <laughs> but yeah, obviously she's a pretty interesting character. Obviously, you also got um the little guy. Obviously, the former like he, he was a bit of a bad guy, but obviously he paid his he debt. He was enslaved to the Imperials. Yeah. And then obviously he had to pay, get himself out of it, and obviously he's a good guy now. <laughs> he's a good guy now. He doesn't want to actually hurt anyone, and he just wants mm. to help Mando. He doesn't want to even like, accept money. He just wants to. It's like it literally accept like your thank yous and gratitude. Yeah. It was a really nice character in the first series. Obviously, it doesn't end well, mm-hmm. but it was a really nice character in the series. Um, obviously, you also got the child, obviously, little Grogu. Um, he's not called Grogu yet. No, he's just literally called the child. Mm-hmm. 
until series two that he's referred to as Grogu. Um, but yeah, he's like this really cute little little sad. Yeah, he's like you take like we take this really old wrinkly, um, like wizard guy who speaks in riddles and possibly might have some kind of impeach impediment because of his race doesn't actually do that. Yeah, but... no one is with that one though. No one is with that one. Yeah. It was fucking obviously the guy who uh, it's, it's like a it's obviously a Sesame Street Muppets uh, like behind it. Mm. So he's, he's he's just too into his Sesame Street background that he just made uh, Yoda into this thing. I like to think Yoda was a massive drunk. Oh, obviously like, yeah, Yoda's fucking drunk Yoda's years, He was getting high in everything, and he, he's got his permanent high now. Frank so he's always he's always high. I think. Yoda's always high. But yeah, this is little Grogu. Like, the the yeah. animatronics on Grogu was so fucking good. The cutest good. thing for what used to be the most wrinkly, old, ugly, old thing ever. <laughs> it's a weird, like, little gremlin puppet, but old. And then it's just the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen in your life. Just the shenanigans he gets up to. Like, it literally is yeah. basically a toddler, some of the shit he does. Like, you put him in, like, his little crib, and then yeah. you just see him creep over and just get something. And, uh,. The buttons, yeah, when he's just staring at Mando <laughs> as he's clicking the buttons, even though he's been told not to. The fact that he's fly- he starts flying the ship when they're basically trying to sort something out, yeah. and then uh, he has to get taken off it because he's fucking about to crash him. Like, some of the stuff, like, they said the little, the little meme of mm-hmm. him drinking, obviously when Mando and uh, doing a fight, he's just watching him have this little brawl, <laughs> and just like eating the frog, and like, it gets better in series two. Some of the shenanigans he mm. does, like, he steals people, like, kids, like, cookies and stuff in the second series. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Because uh, the kid won't give him one. And uh, he uses the force to drag it to him. <laughs> but obviously, over the course of the series, he gained, he starts seeing these force abilities. Mm-hmm. But it's not, like, from the get-go. From the get-go, he's literally just, like, a child. But yes. then episode two, you get the hint at the fact that he has the force. Mm-hmm. And then, like, towards the end, that's when you start seeing it more, spe- specifically with the fire trooper, yes, like, when he's burning. And obviously, you use the fire to block it yeah. and just torch mm. this motherfucker. And you, you just start seeing force healing as well, which yeah. is something that's difficult to do. That's why he's always collapsing, because like, yeah. he's still too young for this. Mm-hmm. And that's why he, um, eventually he'll have Luke and Ahsoka as a sort of yes. mentor figure to sort of assist him, specifically mm-hmm. Luke. Uh, Luke was trained by Yoda as well. Obviously, Ahsoka's more mm-hmm. just like trying to like, keep Luke down to earth in this situation. Yes. He's still a child, Luke. Um, but obviously, we haven't got mm-hmm. to any of that yet because it's still in series one. Mm-hmm. But so, a lot of the fucking visuals for this show are really well done. Obviously, this invented that new technology that uh, they're filming. Mm-hmm. Like, they filmed like a massive like, sort of circle of screens all around them. Yes. Like a brand new technology. I think for Ragnarok used it as well. Be- no, Ragnarok. Um, Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. I think that utilised it because of this show. This introduced this new filming technique that was so groundbreaking that it's like so well, it's so good to do. And obviously, other things and they started to catch on mm-hmm. and use that as well because it's really good. Um, and that does help with a lot of these visuals of the desert. And mm-hmm. like, you'd think the desert boring, but a lot of the shots make it look really mm. visually stunning. Yeah. This the Tatooine is basically something we've seen constantly. But at least in this one, it looks a bit more different, and we're seeing different parts of it. We're not just seeing the exact same place yeah. over and over again. <clears throat> at least we get to see some. It's, you, get, yeah. you get to see a lot of new other planets within this. That's also, yeah. With this series and the second series, mm-hmm. a lot of new planets you get to go to mm-hmm. that you've never really seen before. 
there's a lot of monsters that you get to see that you never really got to see before. Obviously, in this, you get that uh, that sort of like um, walrus type creature in yes. the first episode in the ice, which is like really good visuals for a TV show. The visuals are fucking mm-hmm. stunning. Um, obviously, you also get creatures you've seen before. Yes. So you get the sand people and obviously the uh, their rides. I can't think what they're fucking called. Mm-hmm. I can't see my Funko. <laughs> the big guys. I think the Funko that Mando on one of them is in the other room. Oh. I just can't think of what the fucking mm-hmm. it's fucking called. Obviously, the, the, they're, mm-hmm. they're like. They're giant rides, so yeah, uh, with the fucking horns. Uh, but yeah, obviously them. Uh, you get to see re-see some of them. Um, mm-hmm. You get a lot of droids that you spotted before. I mean, you was like yes. gunk droid at one point. Yeah, the gunk, the one you're, like, gunk, gunk. Yeah, you're like <laughs> gunk droid. Uh, obviously, you also get some like sort of R R two type units, but obviously yes. not R two, but obviously that sort of type unit. The astro droids. Yeah, the astro droids. And obviously, you get like mm-hmm. the gondola droid, which is like a giant version of a fucking. Like... It's Obi Wan's uh, fucking like R two, but swole. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and obviously, you get, you get other droids like IG unit, which is obviously a bounty yes. hunter unit. Um, there's a lot of really cool new things you're getting mm-hmm. to see in this, as well as a lot of like old things that are a bring back nostalgic mm-hmm. vibes. I think that's probably why, like. Grogu works because it's nostalgia, nostalgia of Yoda, Yoda, but also cuteness cute baby one. of it's a new one. Yeah, it's a new baby one, and because uh, obviously Yoda's race is one of those ones where like it was completely put in mystery. The only other one we ever saw was like a female one on the council um, in the prequels. Yeah, oh, is it Yoda or something. Like that? Yeah, something like that. It's like another why wasn't it? it? Was like a I know it's in the animated show. Yes, in the animated show, she's got she's got hair. Mm-hmm. She's she's not bald like Yoda. She's got actually like. Ray, like, yes, brown hair. Like, the puppet has hair as well, if I remember correctly. But, like, that's the only one we ever saw. With the, the child. It's the third. Grogu. Yeah, it's the third one we've ever seen. Yeah. We get to at least see more about Like, we, we learn that, obviously, their, their speech is, is naturally old. Old and naturally strong. Like he's, a 50, in the force. He's, he's a baby. He's, yeah. But he's 50. So they must age incredibly slow. Yeah. Which makes, like, how old was Yoda when he died of old age? Hundreds of years old, easily. Yeah, if, as a baby, 50. I mean, like, and they're naturally very strong in the Force, which might be why, like, they're ageing slowly, yeah. is the why force. they're so strong in yeah. it. Because obviously it's always shown that the older Force users are usually a lot more stronger. Yeah, Dooku. The only one that's probably, like, an exception is Anakin. And say, yeah, he's the yeah. only exception because he's young. And because he was created by the Force. So the Emperor was like, I'm going to pregnant your mom with Force. Yes. Expanding media. I mean, technically speaking, the Emperor is like the relation of fucking Rey. Yeah, grandfather's like that. Mm-hmm. But no, she's a Skywalker. <laughs> is that pleased fans? Because <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars fans are totally easy to please. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's, there's obviously a lot of really... Obviously, the big nostalgia as well with this. Stormtroopers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, obviously the prequels dealt with the clone troopers. Whereas yes. this goes back and brings you the stormtroopers like... Got the scout troopers. Fire, fire, flame troopers. <laughs> yes. Um, obviously the ones in the darker suits. Yes, the more imperial the, ones. The royal sort of... It's type of like the, sort of the, the royal guard types ones. Mm-hmm. Um... 
so obviously that, that's the big nostalgia there is them because obviously that's the big plot of this is obviously uh, the empire which obviously isn't it's existing yes, there it's collapsed it's collapsed and obviously there's still some aspects of the empire left yes, which is obviously like these the stormtroopers made, made out of the imperial, um, yeah, imperial credits which is yes, that thing I showed and you. also the one made out of um, the Mandalorian armour the Beskar steel that's it mm-hmm. which is remnants of it it's just they're dying out now but they're still pretty strong yeah and obviously the, the sort of big head of what's kind of left mm-hmm. at the moment is Moff Gideon who basically yes. is the bad guy in everything these days it's fucking um, <laughs> Giovanni uh, oh I can't. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But he's the guy that's in like the boys, Breaking Bad. Um, he's in that new Netflix series where he's like, two mm-hmm. fuck, he's like, he's not a bad guy in it, but he's like a, a thief. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in this. He's in Far Cry Six. Like he's the bad guy in everything. He's the go-to <laughs> villain. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we only get a glimpse of him in this. In obviously the end of uh, the first. Part yeah. of the finale, mm-hmm. and in the actual finale, that's the only time we really get to see him and mm-hmm. the glimpses of what is to come with this character. Because obviously, he's the big bad of the next series. Yes. So we get little hints of what he's like. The fact that uh, obviously Man- Mando explains the f- that he was there during the Great Purge. It's obviously when Mandalore mm-hmm. was destroyed by droids. Yes. Obviously, he was like one of the people involved in it all, which is why he has a certain weapon going to the second series. Mm-hmm. Um. So obviously, he's a big mm-hmm. problem. <laughs> And it's it's a, it's a good choice of actor yes. again because I mean say so he's the go-to villain actor because he's a great fucking actor. Um, but it's it's great. It was great to see him in this little in obviously in the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. as this big big bad. And we've only just like touched the surface of what he's yeah. like really. I mean, like the whole like hint that he's going to be a very formidable was the, villain was the, the dark, yeah because obviously you see him cut it out of the type the type fire. He's yeah, yeah he's type fire. Obviously, it's in the Star Wars fashion of cutting yourself out of things. Obviously. I mean, this does it in the the first episode <laughs> of when they're trying to break in to yeah. see the child for the first time. And gun. <laughs> obviously, they're like, "Huh? How are we going to get into this?" Turn around and see a big gun. The thing is, why not just shoot the door constantly until you make a hole? Not just try and just like shoot a sort of pattern to make it. Obviously, we know why that is. So you get the fucking. And the shot oh, of yeah. them standing there in the fucking light. That's the only reason they did that. But it's just like, fucking hell, you got to have some really good aim to fucking <laughs> specifically cut well, in a, a fucking line to get it. Because, I mean, that's sort of like Jedi-style lightsaber mm. cutting, but with a fucking massive turret. It's That's some fucking good aim. Well, he's a Mandalorian. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it, it, it's a really good first series, and it's mm-hmm. a good way of reinventing the Star Wars universe after the big fuck-up mm. of the last couple of years of when it was going out. And also, it, everything that was around this was the big cut in a cock-up, so it was like mm. it was a good way of reinventing itself and yeah. obviously standing above the rest. But obviously, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be in the right mm. mind not to reference another show that's currently airing that's very similar to this, sh- this uh, mm. show. With the exact same lead actor <laughs> playing the exact same character, but space. <laughs> Obviously, it's it's very similar to The Last of Us. Uh, obviously, very. You, you, you could probably get what I was saying. Okay, you, you might not make the reference mm. to the game. Yes. Obviously, the big reference heavily is obviously because Pedro, Pedro Pascal is doing the exact same thing in two different shows. Yeah. I think that's why the links have been made heavily. Obviously, before the links probably wouldn't be heavily made. I mean, you could also say Logan was the same sort of concept. Yeah, true. But the links have been heavily made now 
between these two things to... because the fact Pascal is under the helmet and he's also mm-hmm. protecting Ellie. But you can see you can, yes, a you lot definitely. of elements. Like It's more like out of order. Yeah. Like you've got the ending of Last of Us, which is yet to be done, but obvious where it's going. Near the like, start when he rescues, obviously, Grogu. Takes him under his wing, yeah. Yeah, and there's other elements like, oh, this place seems safe, I'm going to leave him here. Oh, no, it's not safe anymore. Uh, uh, literally, yeah. that's all you do. That's all you do. It, basically, you, you start and you got your end, mm-hmm. and in, in between, you, it's basically your filler episodes. Yes. But they do it in a way <laughs> to keep you hooked each time. Mm-hmm. So the, I'm a big fan, but I admit they are basically, a lot of times they are basically filler episodes of them mm-hmm. just trying to do something before building up to the big final act. But they do keep you interested. So you've got, obviously, the, um, the prison escape, which is pretty cool, because yes. obviously it's a, like a, a heist type of one. And that sort of delves into his past as well. Yeah, uh, which is obviously something you get a glimpse of throughout. Mm-hmm. I've seen his past during yes. the purge. Uh, obviously, you also get um, the farmer episode when they've got to protect the farmers. And obviously, obviously introduces obviously Dune and... You see, the obviously, the fucking the AT unit. Yes. So the nostalgia there... Um, you also get the uh, the bottom of the trying to hunt down fucking um, the actress played uh, main fucking Angel yes. Shield. You get that the one. Sniper. They're basically filler episodes mm-hmm. just to get you through till he needs to go but back. They are setting up characters. Yeah, they are and... setting up characters and like giving you a lot of nostalgic mm-hmm. vibes and just building to, like... the relationship between him and Grogu. Yeah, exactly. So they are filler, but they are worthy filler. It doesn't yeah. feel like they're not necessary. They have a point. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of times with filler episodes, it feels like you're watching it like. Because they've got no ideas. Like, yeah. Let's just like... We need like another episode just to fill yeah. it out. Just, just do some fuck all. But this feels random. like it's worthy of yes. being there. Um, and obviously this is made by John Favreau, yeah. who's the guy behind Iron Man 1 and 2, The mm. Lion King, Jungle Book. You name it, he's probably mm. behind it. He's also in the <laughs> Marvel Universe. That's happy. Um, and also he's in Daredevil. Yes. In the original he Daredevil. Was, he was, yes. He was the, obviously his best mate. Yes, he was foggy. Foggy in the first Daredevil with Ben Affleck. But mm-hmm. obviously, the, for me, this is his best work. Mm-hmm. So I love the first Iron Man. Second yes. Iron Man, a bit iffy. The first, uh, first and second Iron Man, they both, they're good. They just have the problems. And I, I do love the live action yeah. takes of his Jungle Book and Lion King. But for me, this is his best work. Oh, definitely. Obviously, he's, he's not directing it. He's just straight up writing it. He just directed mm-hmm. one episode. Obviously, the reason he couldn't direct any at this point was because he was doing Lion King. Yes. That's why he wasn't able to direct it. He's he, big. Obviously, he'd mm. wrote the show, but his mind was fully set on Lion King. So, obviously, that's mm-hmm. why, I remember correctly, he directs the, I swear he directs the, he directs the pilot of the next series, or is it the finale? He directs one of the episodes of the next series. He only directed one. Because, um, obviously, this show is directed yeah. by multiple fucking people. So, you've got uh, Taika Waititi, because mm-hmm. he's in it, he's directing yes. it. Um, Deborah Chow, who obviously directed a lot of Obi-Wan's in it. Um, Rick, freaking... I can't pronounce his fucking last name off the top of my head because I don't know if I'm trying to make a mistake here. He's directing it. Robert Rodriguez is directing some. Yes. Um, obviously, Dave Fillion is a big Star Wars creator, is directing some. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's so many... Bryce Dallas Howard. Obviously, the daughter of Ron Howard. Ron Howard. <laughs> um, she's directed two episodes here and there. So, obviously, you... Mm-hmm. I like that they're getting a, like, got a lot of big-named directors who have mm-hmm. done like something that you recognise or if they've starred in something you've recognised to actually create this universe since obviously Favreau can't direct it because I feel like I feel like if he could he would have directed it all um, but because he was doing Lion King he just had to write the series 
and then he wrote. I, I yeah. think so far they've got up to series. He said, I think he said recently he's wrote series four. The series four he's written of where it's going. So I mean, we're pretty much going to guarantee the this next is basically series. classic Disney movie though. Keep working ahead. Yeah, it's always a classic Disney, or he's just that he's got so many ideas that mm. he's just writing it down to keep going ahead. Um, like you do. Yeah, basically, just keep the next step going. Uh, so you know where you want to see this show go because mm-hmm. I want to see this show yeah. keep going as long as it can until it. Obviously, if it starts to become a bit stale, like sort of a lot of what I've spoken about recently with you, The Flash. Flash yes. um, if it starts to become a bit like that as the mm-hmm. show goes on, then I would like to see it to come to a nice yes. ending. But at the moment, obviously, just two series in, uh, well, two and a half if you can. Uh, mm-hmm. The fucking Boba <laughs> Fett show, and, and obviously the start of the new series. It's not stale. It's yeah. unique. It's the standard of the Star Wars universe. So I mm. want to see it keep mm. going further and further. Yeah, because I think keep keep planning it. When you plan the show, you know it's got the same quality. It's going to be kept throughout. If you like, just do it on the fly, and not only plan it when you've been commissioned another series, it can get a bit like not as connected as it should be if you're planning it ahead definitely go the right way exactly mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just a really interesting show and it's weird that we haven't spoiled heavily a lot for a change yes that's true it's very non-spoiler for a show that's been out for a few years I, yeah. just, I think it's just because I don't want to delve fully I think I've delved too much into it I'm just going to keep yeah. going and going and going yes, and going I'm just talking about, yeah, I'm just, well, I just wanted to talk about more of obviously just the stuff that we liked heavily. Yes. Um, and obviously it's a lot of the background stuff and whatnot rather than just fully delve into everything we see because mm-hmm. there's a lot to talk about. I feel like the best way to do that is if we did it on your show. Obviously, your head and show, obviously, because then we could dissect each episode a yes. bit more because they are about like 40-minute episodes. So that's the best way we probably would be able to hack that is literally mm-hmm. if we did it on your show. Um, that's the best way to go through each episode. And actually mm-hmm. focus heavily on one episode at a time rather than trying to remember everything at once. That's why I don't like yes. heavily doing TV shows in the podcast because you got to try and remember every fucking episode. And it, it's like eight episodes. So you got to try and remember mm-hmm. fucking eight episodes worth of content. Whereas for your show, as we've seen at the moment with the House of Falls, we can focus heavily on one episode at a yes. time. Yes, whereas like when we have to do like um, Miss Marvel and. Moon Knight, She Hawk, yes, we've had to Hawkeye, you watch name it. it. We've had to watch all of it and try and remember it. Obviously, mm-hmm. specifically with the likes of Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She Hawk, we've had to yes. remember it after the end of each fucking series. Yes. Like we're at the end. We haven't watched it in a bulk like we have with this. We watch it at the fucking end. Like we watch them as we go mm-hmm. along, week by week, which is obviously what we're going to do with The Last of Us coming forward. Because obviously, yes. we want to do talk about that. Obviously, compared to the game and stuff mm-hmm. like that, when that finishes in two weeks' time. Yes. So we do want to actually delve into that. Well, two weeks' time in terms of what days is going to actually yeah, be out. It's within the next two weeks. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously that's something we, want to do. we do want to talk about. But that's why I'd rather do TV shows on your show. Yes. Um, because we can do it a bit more no individually. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only way I could do it with this is if we just elected like an entire podcast episode to one mm-hmm. episode, which is a bit shit mm-hmm. i'd rather do it like a small 20 minute episode to talk about certain scenes and whatnot here and there because yes. i can actually spoil a bit more here and there obviously we just weirdly haven't spoiled anything a bit weird of us but you know um yeah so yeah 
rate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's just easy. You got my favorite Star Wars piece of media out there, along with the likes of Empire and Rogue One. It's definitely like my top mm-hmm. three Star Wars. Um, and it, it just hooked me from day one of watching it. As I've seen it multiple times now. And obviously, if we ever do it on your show, I'd have to watch it mm-hmm. again. So I'd love fucking love to it multiple, multiple, multiple times. Um, I've actually got like a, a, a picture of all the signatures of like the cast on it somewhere. Oh, yeah. I don't know where it is. Uh, I got it given to me one Christmas. Uh, I literally, I can't remember where I pull it. It's somewhere. <laughs> it's somewhere in this room. Oh, it's, is it? Who knows? Grogu might have stole it. Classic. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 just such a good show. And obviously, for series one specifically, mm. if I was to rate this, it's gotta be ten out of ten. I just fucking <laughs> love this show. It's 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 simply like one of my favorite TV shows out there, if not the my favorite entire like, of every TV show I've ever seen. I'm pretty certain it is at the moment number one. I just love it. Okay. I would say because it took me a while to get into it, but now I am. It is at its top. I would say I would give it a nine because it started off wasn't as interested, but now it's near the end. Definitely more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. So that gives a Mandalorian <laughs> series one. The chat gave overall rating of. Boop, 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 boop. 9.5 mm-hmm. out of 10. 9.5 out of 10. 9.5. Um, okay, uh, MVP. Grogu. Do you want to say Grogu? Yeah. Is it because he's a cute little bastard? Yeah. And he's always stealing stuff? Yeah. And he's always being mischievous? Yeah. And he's cute? Yeah. Grogu. <laughs> Met MVP. Everyone rough. Pedro Pascal. Pedro so. Pascal's man, though, yeah. Yeah. He's obviously the one that's in every single episode. Yeah. He's having to basically <laughs> carry the story he's of this the little... dad. He's having to carry the story of this little guy walking <laughs> around. So, yeah. He's, he's a great actor, Pedro Pascal. Mm. I mean, we... Game of Thrones. Yes. Kingsman film. Mm. Uh, Triple Frontier. Uh, Last of Us. Bad uh, Wonder Woman. The Bad Woman. Obviously, he was a standout of that. Yeah, he it was, was the bad, part. but he was like a standout of it. Uh, he's just a great actor. And mm. I, I can't wait to see him in more things going forward. Um, kind of favorite moment for me is the fire scene at the end. There's a lot of really good moments. I do like the obviously the uh the IG unit fucking rampage at the yes. end, but I, I do love the fire scene, uh, which is like uh, I can't see Grogu stopping fire from the flame trip and mm-hmm. just destroying everything with this flame. I've got it on like a massive art print, like a, mm-hmm. a huge art print of it. I think it's still rolled up in the uh, spare room. Obviously, of like the fucking all the characters, and obviously there's a big flame trooper, and it's just a picture of Grogu mm. at the front of it, like holding the fire back. It's just that scene's like so like impactful. Like you don't expect it at first, uh, and then obviously that like, even there, like, like turn around the scene is holding this wall of fire. It's just like wow, wow. Mm. Okay, I'd have something similar. I'd say when you. When he, heal, when he heals um, the... Carl Weber's character. Yes, him. The, the head when of... You, the... When you first get to see his healing... In fact, yes. he can actually use the healing power as well. Because that, that also... That shows how powerful he is. Because the whole point of... Like, the whole reason Anakin went crazy is because he wanted to learn that power. And he's a little baby just doing it. So, I think that itself is more impactful law-wise. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, my question here is, why do you think Mandalorian reinvented the Star Wars universe? Yes. Why do you think it stood out above all the other trash that was going at the time? Mm-hmm. Is it just because it was actually dec- it was something actually good to watch? I think it's because it doesn't focus on Jedi's. That's probably the main reason why. Like they might add because right, everyone loves the Force. With, like, go, go. Yeah, Grogu. But the main thing at the start is this is like one of the few. None. Examples they've got of not doing full on, following a full on Jedi, and the whole concept of the Mandalorians is actually something people have been wanting for ages before the show because there's a lot of expanded media, obviously in the Clone Wars series and stuff like that, and loads of like comics and stuff about it. People want to see more of him and like Boba and Jango Fett that like. They're still quite iconic, right? Even for like the films came out, like, yeah. people remember them. Even with his little the little screen time of yeah. Boba, yeah. Boba didn't have much screen time until Nev. Yeah, but back then, even people still wanted more from yeah. these characters because they are pretty cool characters. I mean, Bane is pretty cool. Also, I forgot to mention I built the fucking razor crest that's above my shoulder. Mm-hmm. I took for ages. That's oh, another yeah. thing I forgot to mention. The fact that I have is the Razor Crest. It's got a baby Grogu in it. There is a baby Grogu in it, yes. Yes. Um, really, I'll show I can you. see some blurry green things. So I'll, show you a, I'll show you in a bit. It's really tiny. Um, but yeah, I think there's, a, there's many reasons why this was successful compared yes. to a lot of the other things. And obviously, it's got high quality main the actors themselves fully wanted the show. Help, yeah, and they're strong. All the different directors I found, I think, help as well. They can all and help fact, each other. One big thing. It's one person creating it all. Yes. Yes, it's writing, all different directors. But writing... It's just one person. Whereas his, the his new trilogy was multiple different, different directors, yes. multiple different writers. So obviously, fucking JJ yes. wrote and directed the first and last one. But then he obviously had uh, fucking uh, Rian Johnson, the guy behind yes. the Knives Out movies. He wrote and directed the second one, which obviously it's a different person. So they're giving different input into yeah. that one. Where... And they completely change what they set up from the first one. I say it's, it's lucky that fucking... Obviously, they were like Colin Trevorrow's Jurassic World movies. It's lucky that yes. he dropped out the third one, or else it would have been three films, three different directors, three different writers, three different visions. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the first and third one, you can at least see the same sort of person behind it, trying yes. to do the same sort of nostalgic vibes. Whereas the f- second one, you can't. You can't see the same person. It's, it's very clearly a different type of movie. Mm-hmm. Um so there is a lot of there is obviously there's many reasons why this is probably more successful. Obviously, definitely. Uh, put your what you think was a reason in the comments below, mm-hmm. uh, and also what you thought of the first series, and are you looking forward to the next series? Um, that's very soon. It's pretty much going to be out starting by the time this goes out. Yep, it starts the first of March and runs yes. up until the nineteenth of March, I believe it is, just before my birthday. Um. So yeah, uh, obviously that is that. Obviously next week we are actually going to move on to the mm. second Reef movie. Uh, well, we'll find out. <laughs> uh, at the moment, at the moment, so the other thing was possibly was the Midnight Suns talk, but yeah, obviously we could do that at any point. I, I kind of by the point we get to the that the fact that I I need to play a, a DLC of it before I do the talk because that's when I'll get really hyped on it again. Yes. So I think that's what I'll wait for. That actually, it makes sense to wait for mm. all of me to play all the DLCs first. Yeah. Because then I can actually true. give a, a full. Full review. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. So obviously we will move on to the Reef 
uh, sequel. And I actually have found the second uh, DVD that I said was a very similar poster. It was where I looked, and I didn't look further than for it. But now I found it, it's literally right behind you. Um, so yeah, we'll cover that next week. And obviously, in terms of Mandalorian Series 2, uh, we'll, cover, we'll cover it at some point. It'll probably mm-hmm. be more of a bonus one, maybe, than a, a straight up one, unless... Uh, unless it's like this time where we kind of like got distracted. If we watch it and finish watching it. We'll talk about it. Obviously, I'd like to do it at some point soon because obviously then it would be a good way of then you wouldn't have to catch up with many episodes of Series 3. Mm-hmm. So it might always be the case that we record, we'd mm-hmm. watch it and record it but don't release it for a while. Like We just hold it. We, we, we slot it in at any other point uh, going forward. But as I say, or it could be an extra one because we're known to do extra ones here and there. So we'll cover it at some point. It just won't be next week or mm. within the next like two or three weeks. It'll be some point soon. Um, so obviously we'll, we'll move back onto our movie topic next week, and then we're going to some more TV ones. I know you're looking forward to the the, the one ahead of the Last of Us one. Mm. I know you're looking forward to that one, and obviously we're also going to be getting Connor back by the end of March for at least one episode. <laughs> Don't know what topic we're doing yet, but we'll figure it out by that point. Because I've wanted him back for a while. Do some talks, obviously. Can we talk about his favorite porn parodies? And why is the Adam Family Adam Family one his favorite? <laughs> because brother, what do we do? I mean, I haven't seen this. It sounds like you have. <laughs> that sounds like you have. But yeah, uh, obviously, you can check out the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, you name it. Obviously, it's on YouTube uh, as well, where you can see us dicking around, showing off Mandalorian merchandise and me. Really badly trying to get into a chair and <laughs> shoot people with uh, a Nerf gun. Because the actual Mandalorian Nerf gun you buy is shit. Is it? You can actually get a proper the rifle. But apparently it's really bad. I can imagine. Apparently uh, it looks very obviously cheap, obviously, but it's like, it's pretty shit apparently. And mm. It's like really crap. Yeah, proper prop. It's expensive. Like it's over 100 quid. I was going to buy it, but apparently it's really bad. I watched a lot of reviews talking about it and I was watching it looking at myself. I was like, yeah, no, I don't want it. I don't want it now. Just save myself for myself like 120 quid there. <laughs> and then spend that 120 quid on Ghostbusters car. I mean, nothing. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you did. But yeah, obviously, we hope you enjoyed. Uh, obviously, this has been mm-hmm. the Chatter Cave podcast. So we'll see you next time. Bye.